0: Hello my people, welcome to the Storyteller Series, a podcast dedicated to true stories of the Nigerian experience. My name is Funola and I have gist for you. In this episode, two storytellers share stories of living life on the edge. Here's Ayomide with a story she told at her live show, which was themed, Wahala.
1: Okay, so this is uh, rated 25. (laughs) So, if you are below 25, please go. (laughs) Okay. um, So, first of all, who said go down low? Okay. You see, I've suffered in the the hands of men. And I've decided to come and tell a story about men. So. So all the women here, you know, who can relate to you see the way men have treated us, you help me along, you see? Yes, (coughs) we take a selfie together afterwards and form a WhatsApp group. (laughs) You know, be supporting each other. (coughs) So, (coughs) so I think like uh, when I was in school some years ago, I that year when we were still fine, when we were still hot, you know, like if you just walk down the road, you be. from everywhere, not now that we are begging men. Please, would you like to go out for a drink? You know, okay. So that year, when we were still fine, uh, one of my friends asked me to come with her to a church, to her church, that there was a program. And I, well, you see, I didn't like church very well that time. Well, even nice, but you see, all the husband awesome materials in the house, don't hear that, you see cause I want to marry now so I'm encouraging myself to you know go to church. <coughs> so that year I did not like church. I was a bad girl. I used to go to club and drink. I don't drink anymore. And <laughs> So <laughs> the last 10 minutes did not happen. You didn't see me with Heineken. So it was coke that was inside. So that year now she said I should follow her to church. I said, OK, no problem. And I was really fascinated about how the girls in her church used to dress. So I'm like, OK, let me come and feel a monk like a church girl. So I was scared and shared and followed her with high he. Very important. So we reached her church. I was behind. They were casting demons from somebody in the front. And the girl was shouting, screaming on the floor. And I was just at the back laughing like, hey, God. <laughs> And then the pastor was holding her hair and saying that it's because it's the Brazilian hair that she wore. <laughs> the demon is inside the Brazilian hair. I mean, I was holding my own, like, ah! So, you know, if the pastor see me now, maybe there might be some demon inside me, too. Anyways, I was shot behind. Then I saw one guy, you see. And the guy was, you know, he was very well-looking. And I just looked at him, ah, this guy would be a good, you know, guy who... And I started I start to look at him. And instead of me to be laughing and focusing on the pastor, I was just looking at him. You know, all those things. You know, school now. Mm-hmm. I don't look at people anymore. So I was looking at him a lot. And the guy was not looking at me. So we were not looking at each other for a while. Then after church, I now went to, you know, I was just parabolating around the area so he would see me, notice me. And finally, Nasha noticed me and came. I was like, How are you? Is this your first time in church? I'm like, yeah, so I'm just trying to convert newly and <laughs> i like church and and i remember some verses in the bible which i don't remember anymore but i told him sharp and he was like oh okay cool and and i found out that he was the secretary of the fellowship the church had a fellowship so there was he was the secretary of that fellowship really serious spiritual guy and me i used to go to club and drink Hi. so i went home. I now strategized how will this guy date me join church then <laughs> I went to market on Saturday, early morning, bought all those skirts that used to so reach here, the, and those shirts that were very, you know, cocoa ish those berets, very ugly berets. <laughs> I bought them <laughs> plenty, yo! And I went home, strategized very well. If I go to church, look like I'm under the anointing, pray small, he will know that this sister is burning for the Lord. Then <laughs> <laughs> he will like me. <laughs> so <laughs> the following Sunday I've been a fellowship day i go i start to like be under the anointing they are praying i'm screaming too shouting running around doing they were speaking in tongues me so i was following even though i'm sure that god was not hearing my own tongues (laughs) but i was doing it and then the guy was really noticing me feeling me really and (laughs) we now started dating (laughs) you know i'm very good you see so, we started dating. Problem now came because I was not really Christian.
2: <laughs>
1: and <laughs> all the club thing was not coming outside. <laughs> so, Friday reached. it's started to go to club. And I'm inside the house with him. He was speaking, telling me some things about, uh, I said we should do some things together, you know, in the room. And he said he wants to wait till marriage. <laughs> so, I saying, hey, God, this, my spiritual life has not covered me like this now. So how would this boy now do now, as I'm all, as I'm, we are all Christian. Right? So Sha Sha got him to do eventually. <laughs> you all can think all you want. But I started we started from praying. Yes. We were very spiritual in this relationship. We prayed. And after praying for a while, we finally, you know, got there. Yes, I, you know they say how sex is a spiritual relationship, so God blessed it. <laughs> yes so <laughs> so we shall but I just noticed that every time we finish, he will be unhappy, He'll be doing so the spirit has left him. <laughs> and all those things. I mean, basically, if you not worry that you see, God is with us, and <laughs> our relationship is legit. I will marry, and it will be all okay. So we shall continue like that for a while. And I saw that his sexual appetite was increasing. I said, "Yes, you see, now it's becoming better. You know, I was very good in bed. I have to tell you this. So for a spiritual guy, you said, not 'Don't, don't trust them when they are reading Bible like that. Don't trust them.' So it was good, Shah. Now he went to Lokoja to do his IT, and I was in school waiting for him like a good girlfriend i didn't talk to any guy throughout this period and he was in local jar you know me i was there Anytime anybody asked me who's your boyfriend i would tell him he's bodakola you know <laughs> and i was very proud of our relationship so he was in local jar like that he would come weekend chill with me you know we'll pray together and be in the spirit together <laughs> then he would not go Again, Bashar was like serviced on a regular basis. All the engine in my body was oiled regularly. So, yes, yes, brother. <laughs> so, one time, I I coming back from Lokoja, and it was now different. My friend said something about how tragedy, uh, how comedy is tragedy plus time. You see, in this t- this time, I am telling you, I was very heartbroken, but I would not tell you. I'll tell you why. So, this guy started changing. Somebody that after sex, if he if we finish. He will lie down on the bed, you know, try to cuddle, you know, all those things. And, we'll, and he doesn't even talk dirty at all. He will keep his mouth shut, like, pim, throughout to the end. Even if he's coming, you he will not know. He will just come. <laughs> so, me, I was thinking in my mind that, ah, this guy, you know, this guy, guys. My bros was now going to the local jar coming back. Finally, he now came one time. We now were in the spirit
0: together.
1: And, he was now saying, before I know, I was hearing some dirty talk. Hey! Hey! Yeah? Hmm. My boss was holding my hair from behind. Hey! Who is teaching my boyfriend all these things? He was talking dirty, oh baby, I want to, all those things. And, <laughs> please, there are children here. Yeah. <laughs> you should not do like that. <laughs> so, while growing up, you see, I'm so a child. Yes, so he was not saying all those things. And immediately he just, when he came, he was so loud. I'm coming! And he was in the ceiling. Even my roommates, I was now covering his mouth, small, small bros now. Don't come and tell everybody that thinks I'm Christian think I'm not Christian again. So, immediately after he just came, he just jumped up, ran to the bedroom to go and bath. "Eh?" But call her is bathing after sex. What's happening here? So, and i now looked at his phone <coughs> and you know how they say we should not ever look at people's phone mm. we are all falling victim so and i looked at his phone like oh, no actually i did look at the phone i was just you know reeling from the aftermath thinking okay if you come back from the bedroom maybe i'll try and seduce him again you know for another round of prayers and fasting so you know i was a phone a message now came in thank you for everything <laughs> i was like ah Anyways, his border collar, maybe he has prayed for somebody. Their person's life has been changed. You know? Time, Abby. I, I like to tell story too much. So, I checked his phone, and I saw, thank you for everything. So, I logged, I opened it, and I saw like messages from one girl called Blessing. All those blessings. So, I, I, I was reading their message. I had to go way back. And I saw, like, she was saying, thank you for everything, for showing me how to and like you were really patient with me and everything she expressing genuine thanks for him <laughs> i was like "What was happening here what is it, did he it do for her so serious so and i read up up and i saw hmm, that this blessing girl was a girl in local that is a virgin that's my brother called why i was putting on my head like brazilian with one Went to Lokoja and was disbursing people. <laughs> hey, I now saw him saying thank you. She, she started saying thank you. And I now, I, now, I now looked and saw that, anyways, me, I'm PhD scholar, PhD. And now I have students, I teach on other students. Hey, you know, it's so bad. Then I looked at the phone, I was angry now, usually. Then he came out of the bathroom. I said, But I call her, so you are a teacher now, lecturer, PhD, Agba. You are teaching people in Lokoja now. You <laughs> say like, it's not like that. I should have told him to get out. But the wahala in this entire story was after, you know, some months. I don't know where I kept my period. <laughs> That's the wahala in the story.
0: Thank you very much. Well then, how's that for a cliffhanger? Next up is Chinanu, who won Abuja Storyteller of the Year at a live show we had earlier this year, themed Truth and Consequences hope
2: you enjoy her story. Okay, so, um, how many of us know how um, terrible it is to be single during holidays? It's terrible, Abby. Okay, so, my story is about last Christmas. You know, I decided to travel. At first, I wasn't planning to, but then, fine. One day, I decided to go see my friend, Stella, in Port Harcourt. Who <laughs> complaining amongst themselves, you know, saying, com- talking about how unnecessary and uncalled for all the checkpoints were, and so I joined too, and I was complaining, and then I said, these soldiers are just idiots. Why are they delaying us? I'm telling. At that point, I now noticed there was silence in the bus. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was talking, a a, a soldier, another soldier, not the one talking to the driver, came to the window and stood. So everybody kept quiet. They didn't tell me we have stopped complaining. I was still talking. So the, 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 the soldier now looked in and said, who said that? Everybody kept quiet. My heart sank. I've never had a problem with any police so nothing. I hear about those stories, but I've never been the one. you know. So my heart was beating. I was really, really scared. The soldier announced oh, yeah, everybody come out. Calm down. We came out from the bus. My heart was beating, I was afraid. You know, the, the passengers were muttering against themselves. So I was standing there, I didn't say anything. Some passengers now started begging the, 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 the soldiers. Another soldier who was standing some distance away came. He said, "Oh I won't they stop on a bee, who talks say soldier now, idiots." All of us were begging, we were begging the soldiers, begging, begging. 30 minutes passed. They did not, but they said the person should first of all Confess and then they will decide what they're going to do. Now there was a guy sitting beside me in the bus, and so I know I know he 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 heard when I said it, so he knew it was me. Some people weren't sure of the person that said it, but this guy knew and he kept looking at me. My mind was like (laughs) guy, why are you looking at me? I'm not going to admit to a soldier that I said this soldier said never. You know, he kept looking at me I was looking where I was begging the soldier, I'll get, i go, beg, we are sorry, please, forgive and forget. <laughs> so, you know, as time was passing, it was getting late, you know, so at, at that point, the passengers were now angry. Ah, let me, the person just talk now, just talk, just, just say it, then we'll know what to do from there. We'll come up for here, they were just complaining. So I didn't even know when and I now said, okay, yeah. ah. this, this was a terrible mistake on my part. I said, it was me, it was me. Immediately, the soldier held me on the wrist. I have never been held by a soldier before. I was just imagining the slap. You know, I've heard about soldiers able to do frog jumps, slapping people. I was like, so I'll now be the one that a soldier will slap. I can't even remember when last I was slapped, probably when I was a child. So he held me on my wrist and then told the other passengers to enter the bus. And they could go. I was like, what? Is this possible? Can they actually keep me here? You know, so I know, I didn't even know when I knelt down. I became humble. I said, Oh God, I beg, please I'm sorry. It's the devil. I don't know how I don't know how it happened. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, please, I am sorry. I knelt down, I was begging, begging. So luckily for me, I say as God will have it, the passengers also joined. They didn't enter the bus. They were like, Oh please, please now. She be you said if she tells if they, if you talk to the person, <laughs> you will let us go, you know. So after some time, another soldier walked up to them, I think it was maybe the uh, the because he now said, okay, they'll let me go if I can recite the, sing the national anthem, first and second stanza, Aww. while kneeling down and holding my ears. Can you imagine <laughs> the humiliation? Yes, yes, I, I did it happily, because the things I had imagined. So I knelt down. Luckily for me, I, I I I can recite the national anthem. It's not like all those people who, who can't, you know. Like my friend or she can't recite the national anthem, you know. So I, I sat down. I, I knelt down, feeling humiliated, and the passengers were looking at me, you know. <laughs> and I recited the national anthem, and the soldiers were laughing. they were, you know, just b- making jokes amongst themselves. And when I finished reciting, they now said, "Hey, next time, no talk that kind of thing." Now, so I said, okay, you could enter the bus. We all entered the bus in silence, sat down. Of course, people saw my face. Nobody talked. We just entered the bus, continued our journey in silence. And then that boy that was sitting beside me turned to me. I said, I ah, you won't have said anything, no, she <laughs> <laughs> God, I was so angry. I felt like slapping him. <laughs> After this ordeal, I just passed through. He came to th- Why didn't you take the fall for me? Why didn't you say, okay, I was the one and be a, a gentleman for a change? So I, I just looked at him. I shook my head. I ignored him. And finally, I made it home in one piece. And, you know, I, I kept remembering my mom. My mom, when we were growing up, she, you know, anytime we commit an offense, she would say, just tell me the truth and I will not beat you. You know, so I grew up believing the truth will somehow make things better. It will set you free and all that. But you know, that day I learned another lesson about the truth, you know. And that is sometimes telling the truth can put you in some big trouble. And that's my story. Thank you very much for listening. Do you have a story to share? Email
0: us at info at the storyteller ng.org. We want your stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Storyteller Series Nigeria. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. For more information on the series and to check dates for our next live event, please follow us at ABJ Storyteller, that's one word, on Instagram, Twitter, and like our Facebook page. You can also visit our website at thestorytellerng.org. If you would like to tell a story at our next live event or submit a story to the podcast, please email info at thestorytellerng.org. Have a great day.